to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, it's Carla here. How are you doing? You know, a few years ago, I was invited to speak to a woman's group at a church and just share my testimony, much like I did in episode one. Um, In this talk, though, I went a little bit more into detail about some of my childhood trauma and some of the experiences I had living at home that led to a lot of struggle, a lot of hurt, um, which probably led to my borderline personality. And at the end of my talk, I had so many women come up to me wondering, how do you have a relationship with your parents today? Like, how did you get past all that hurt and all that trauma in order to forgive and maintain a relationship to this day? So I get asked a lot about forgiveness. And here's the thing. I don't need to tell you as a fellow believer that we're called to forgiveness. You know that. I know that. I think what we sometimes lack in that knowledge of being called to forgiveness is how exactly do we do it? How do we bring the human experiences that lead to hurt and broken relationships and trauma, how do we bring those alongside the call to forgiveness and move forward the way that God wants us to? I mean, it's one thing if someone hurts you and has genuine repentance and apologizes and acknowledges their wrongdoing. For some reason, that is easier to forgive. I can tell you I've never had an apology from my parents, and I suspect I never will. And that was a big stumbling block for me for so long. For so long in the tension of our broken relationship and trying to figure out if we could move forward, I so needed them to acknowledge the hurt and pain. I so needed to see them broken over what they had done to me. I felt like that is what I needed in order to move on and forgive. I never got that and I probably never will. And yet, Here we are in relationship. How do you forgive, especially when the person has no intention of repenting, has no intention of restitution, has no intention of doing all of that? How do we forgive? You know, it says in Matthew 6, 14, forgive other people when they sin against you. So your heavenly father will also forgive you. That's big. God, you're telling us that we need to forgive others like you forgive us in order to get your forgiveness. That's big. 
that just shows us how important it is to God that we offer up forgiveness. I think sometimes we think that the forgiveness is about the other person. And we worry that if we offer forgiveness, we're letting them off the hook. Or if we offer forgiveness, we're, we're invalidating our experience. Or we're saying that it's okay that you hurt me. I think we have a misunderstanding of what forgiveness is. Forgiveness, in my experience, is ultimately the key to get out of the prison of trauma. It is how we escape being constantly stuck in a place of hurt. Forgiveness is not freedom for the other person. Forgiveness is freedom for ourselves. I think also sometimes we think that forgiveness is like, you know, a snap. We forgive and then everything's forgotten. And now I'm supposed to be okay. And life is supposed to go on merrily. No, here's the thing. If someone shoots me, I can forgive that they shot me, but I still have to deal with the pain. I still have to deal with the healing process. That could take a long time. And in that healing process, I might be triggered in anger and resentment, and I will have to lay those feelings down again and choose forgiveness again. Forgiveness is not a one-time choice, especially when what we're forgiving runs deep, when what we're forgiving is so hurtful and so traumatic. We have to understand that forgiveness is not an immediate healing. It sets us free to start the healing process. When I was not forgiving my parents, when I was so needing restitution, when I was so needing them to be broken over what had happened in my childhood, when I was so needing that, I was keeping myself locked in trauma. I was not allowing the healing to happen. It's like that gunshot wound and me picking at it and picking at it and picking at it. It's never going to heal. That's what unforgiveness does. It keeps us locked in the trauma and in the hurt and in the pain. And in fact, not only does it keep us locked in the hurt, it brings infection to the wound because it creates resentment. It creates a hardened heart. It creates infection. You know, when you pick at a wound and pick at a wound, you get bacteria in it and it gets worse. Unforgiveness keeps us locked in our pain and causes infection. I've learned that forgiveness is not about letting other people off the hook. It's about setting myself free and allowing me to start the journey of healing. You know, in Matthew 18, Peter asked Jesus, how many times do we need to forgive? Up to seven times? And Jesus says, no, 77 times. Like the implication was there is no amount of times. You have to keep forgiving, keep forgiving. And I have learned in my experience that this is so true when it comes to my parents. The old wounds, as I heal, 
I have to keep forgiving for them. The old wounds as I go to therapy, as I do trauma work that come up and make me angry again and resentful again, I have to recommit to forgiveness. It's not a one and done decision in my experience. It's an ongoing choice to be free, to be free, to allow healing to come in, to allow growth to come in. Now, I have chosen in my forgiveness of my parents to have a relationship with them. That doesn't have to be true to you. Listen, the person that shoots me, I can forgive them for shooting me. But if they're still wielding the gun and going off, I'm going to protect myself from them, right? It doesn't mean I stay in the line of fire, right? It means that I forgive and allow my healing. I can't heal properly from that gunshot wound if I keep getting shot. And I think sometimes the expectation in the church is that healing and forgiveness means automatic reconciliation. There's this misdemeanor belief about that. Well, I'm here to give you permission to not necessarily reconcile with the person wielding the gun that you can forgive and release and focus on your healing until such time they've put their gun away, if such time occurs. Forgiveness is hard, but it is necessary for you. Unforgiveness, what's that expression? Is like drinking the poison and expecting the other person to die. It infects you. It cuts you off from God. Listen, the enemy wants you to stay bitter. The enemy wants you to stay in resentment. The enemy wants you to stay in a a spirit and position and posture of unforgiveness because it cuts you off from God, because it keeps you sick. It stops you from living the life of impact God designed and predestined for you to have. When you are riddled with unforgiveness, you are not making kingdom impact to the potential that God has designed you to make. The enemy loves that. He wants you to stay in unforgiveness. He wants you to be vengeful. Listen, vengeance is God. God is the judge and the jury, not you. Not you. We have to trust God to work on our behalf and other people. We have to trust God to give us the strength to do what we need to do in obedience to forgiveness. It's hard. Forgiving is a daily choice. It's a daily choice. And recognizing that healing is a process. Forgiveness allows the healing to begin but you have to give yourself permission to go through the healing process, the grief, the mourning, the sadness, all those stages of grief that come with being hurt or traumatized. 
because it sets you free. It sets you free. You have already been hurt. Why would you want to keep yourself in a prison? Why would you want to infect the wound? Guys, in, in, the, in the air of self-preservation alone, forgiveness is so important. When I was trapped in unforgiveness, my life was dark. When I was trapped in unforgiveness, I was repeating the cycle of my pain over and over and over again. Set yourself free. That's what God wants for you. He wants you to walk in freedom and unforgiveness is a prison. Not that you keep the other person in, but that you keep yourself in. And here's the kicker. You have the key. You have the key. No one's forcing you in that prison. You have the key to open up the door and release yourself. And start healing. Forgiveness doesn't mean that there's still not grief and anger that you have to work through. Forgiveness doesn't mean that terrible things didn't happen to you. Forgiveness means that you are choosing to walk in freedom despite those circumstances that were handed to you. Forgiveness means that you are choosing to allow God to work in you. Because unforgiveness cuts us off from him. Forgiveness is an ongoing decision. And listen, friend, when you are feeling so hurt, I know it's hard to think about how you can forgive. And I just want to encourage you to call on God. God will equip us to do what he's asked of us. Do you hear me? God will equip us to do what he's asked of us. He has asked us to forgive. If you bring your hurt and your burden to him, he will equip you to do the process of forgiving. And it's okay that it's a process. Don't be, don't be fooled here. You know, sometimes we like to make things sound so simple that if you forgive, you forgive and you move on. You're human. You're human in the process of sanctification. You're human in the process of growth. You're human in the process of maturing in things in Christ. That means the forgiveness is a process. Okay, if someone eats the last cookie, maybe you can forgive that right away and move on. But when someone's deeply wounded you, when someone's deeply wounded you, there's layers of forgiveness that we have to go through. Even to this day with my parents, they'll say something triggering and I have a choice to make. One of the things I realized too is that as I have chosen forgiveness, it has allowed me 
to extend grace. When I was locked in bitterness and unforgiveness, I was not able to extend grace. I have grace for my parents right now. I see that they are not capable of ownership. They are not capable of taking their responsibility. They're not capable. How can I expect them to do something that they're not capable of? I didn't have that sight line before. I wasn't able to offer that grace before. But when I started to let forgiveness in, God gave me mercy to extend mercy to others. When I started to let forgiveness in, God gave me grace to extend others. When I started to let forgiveness in, God gave me love to extend others. And God has been so merciful and so gracious in my healing journey. God has been so merciful and gracious through my hurts. He's loved me through them. Because I decided to submit to his will. Because God's will is not to hurt us. God's will is for us to walk in freedom. God's will is for us to walk in bold Christ confidence. God's will is for us to be whole. And so when he asks things of us in obedience, like forgiveness, it's because he knows that that's what's best for us. That's what's best for us. And so friend, I want to encourage you to take your hurt and your pain and your bitterness and your resentment and your unforgiveness and lay it at the feet of Jesus. And cry out to him to equip you to do what he's asked you to do. Now, you don't need an affirming truth today that talks about the importance of forgiveness. I think you know that. I think you need an affirming truth today to know that I am capable of forgiveness. And how do we know that's true? How is the affirming truth that I am capable of forgiveness? How do we know that's true? Because in Philippians 4.13, it says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can forgive through Christ who strengthens you. On your own? No. But as you allow God to equip you to do it. You can forgive and release yourself from the prison of trauma and start your healing journey. I'll see you next time, friends. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.